a simple landscape. She should be able to draw a simple, calming landscape. She sat on the edge of one of the ten Oathgate platforms, which rose ten feet higher than the main plateau. Earlier in the day, she'd activated this Oathgate, bringing forth a few hundred more of the thousands who were waiting at Narak. That would be it for a while. Each use of this device used an incredible amount of stormlight. Even with the gemstones that the newcomers had brought, there wasn't much to go around. Plus, there wasn't much of her to go around. Only an active, full night radiant could work the control buildings at the center of each platform, initiating the swap. For now, that meant only Shalon. It meant she had to summon her blade each time. The blade she'd used to kill her mother. A truth she'd spoken as an ideal for her order of radiance. A truth that she could no longer, therefore, stuff into the back of her mind and forget. Just draw. Heroes of presents The Storm Pod. A Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 3. Oathbringer. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters eight and nine of Oathbringer. Um, if you've picked the wrong episode or you haven't read these chapters and you want to go back and reread them to make sure that uh, you are fully aware of what's about to happen, uh, I suggest you go back and do those things. If you're all caught up, then enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and I guess he's now in charge of investigating a murder that he committed himself. It's Jack. What's up? Hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah, I don't think Batman ever had to investigate himself. How do, how do you think uh, you're going to feel investigating your own crimes? Investigating your own crimes? Well, it largely depends on whether the crimes were committed by the detective. Okay, hold on a second here. So, because that's how I'm feeling after reading these two chapters. Um, okay, so you do you hold on, you're talking I'm, about this new murder. Do you think Adolin killed that guy too? Right now, I'm not sure. Okay. So, after reading these two chapters, I am feeling like Adolin something's not right with me with regards to Adolin in this situation. Okay. There's something not right about the way he's acting, whether it's his nonchalance, the cool cucumber sort of attitude to the whole thing. Um, we'll get to it because there's certain little things that I was trying to extrapolate and pick up on in the mm -hmm. text. But it left me feeling either that the person that Sadius confronted yeah. during the murder may not have been Adolin. Okay. Um, I don't have much to go on for that. Or okay. Adolin's a serial killer. Or Adolin is 
<laughs> a lot, yeah. Or Aiden's a lot more different than I had thought. Right. Because right. because now there's a repeat murder. Now, is the echo murder or repeat murder or mimic murder, is it, is that an indicator uh, to Adolin that someone else knows about it? Um, well, like, that's, that's, like, a, is, that's is a, that's a it, great question because so obviously someone, be whether it's Adolin again or someone else killed this guy the, in the same way and put his, like positioned his body in the same way as Sadius's body was found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So something's going on. Um, I think you said off air here that you really kind of want to go back and reread I really the Sadius, do. um, yeah, the Sadius chapter when he gets killed because you want to kind of examine what happened, right? I want to see if there's anything in the text there that would indicate that it's not Adolin. Right. So the big disadvantage that we have right now is that yeah. we're reading these two chapters from Shalon's POV, not from yeah. Adolin's. Right. So if it was Adolin's POV, he would go, I certainly didn't kill that guy or God, I hope no one finds out I killed this guy too. Like we'll be in his head and he's going to give us the information we need. But because it's Shalon, Shalon's POV, we don't know what's running through Adolin's head. So these little things that may seem... Um, just the observation suspicious of... or or whatever yeah how Adolin's <laughs> mm-hmm. acting towards this new body um if we had a pov from him it would definitely clarify how he's feeling and i think mm-hmm. that until we do get another Adolin pov we're going to be kind of in suspended like you know it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense with this character like there's just something about it that does i'll go over it with you because i think it was in chapter 9 there's just a little sort of subtlety there in the text that I think is indicative of something like this and as I was telling you know telling you off air like I'm sort of suspicious with with regards to the characters that we've seen so far in the series that have done a preemptive kill right a preemptive strike if you and really not preemptive I mean Sadius has done horrible things mm-hmm. he's not innocent but Yasna's the character that has shown to do a preemptive strike mm-hmm. on those two in the alleyway. You know who else what does, she... the, the, does that kind of thing too? Is or at least well, did was Darkness. Darkness was killing Knight's Radiance before right. anything <clears throat> bad could happen, and in, in the hopes that right. it would prevent something bad from happening. Right. So it's another character that kind of does the same thing. It's not mm-hmm. really the same thing. And Adolin, well, Adolin killing Sadius, and we've talked about this before, uh, Adolin killing Sadius and what Yasna did in the, uh, uh, the, uh, alleyways alley. was not necessarily yeah. the same thing too, but it is of the same kind of sentiment, like killing before, yeah. like his, uh, yeah. you know, Adolin. Just, just that you've like, well, well, killing, killing Sadius in that moment was like revenge again, for the tower. Right. It it seemed like revenge for the tower. Revenge for my father is what it, it yeah. was. What it sounded like. But it was like. also it was preemptively like, killing him before he could do more harm. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I might be way way off here. Let, let let's just yeah. Let's, let's go start through with the text. And there are definitely moments here where Shalon describes Adolin as acting weird. So let's really pay attention to those moments. to yes. give, See if it gives us any clues. Okay. All right. Well, let's. So, so chapter eight, a powerful lie, mm-hmm. begins with. Uh, that moment notwithstanding, I can honestly say this book has been brewing in me since my youth. Mm-hmm. 
So again, another another little clue almost about the author, I would say. Right. right? Yeah, this is still the preface. Yeah. So we don't know anything really about the actual text of Oathbringer yet, but this is more right. indication. We're still in the, giving us mm-hmm. more clues on who the author might be. Brewing in me since my youth, this book. Hmm. I kind of almost wish it's Dalinar. Mm-hmm. But uh, the well, Shalon theory sword, is interesting. So there's a connection but... there for sure. Yeah, yeah. And and if uh, there's nothing saying that a, a man cannot get a book written for him, even though he can't write himself, he could dictate oh, it. Oh, right. So there's right. that possibility too. Yeah, right. So far, the, the, the clues seem to have been pointing towards potentially Yasna. Because she yeah. is, she's a scholar. So that's kind of, you know, writing that kind of stuff makes sense for her. But, has, um, she yeah. yet, has she yet produced a weapon? Um, like when she, no, but we know that her spren, um, ivory, um, what's his name? Ivory. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can become a weapon for sure. So she has mm-hmm. a weapon on her, even mm-hmm. though she used soul casting really to, to do most of her. Her killing in that uh, that alley in the, in the lesson chapter. I'm still surprised how much we talk about that that chapter. I wonder. I wonder if there's any connection to colors in this series, like you know, the assassin in white, ivory. For like, sure, I there is. There, any... I, I mean, red carpet once white. There's definitely yeah, color stuff yeah. going on. There for yeah. sure is. It, I just okay. don't know. Like you seem to prescribe to the red seems to mean like bad news bears calamity type or, of thing. Like yeah, yeah. calamity coming, warning. Mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm. yeah, danger imminent or or villainous activity. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, <clears throat> let's let's jump into a powerful lie. A great yeah. title. Yeah, it's great. It's a great Sh- chapter. Shal- actually, both of these chapters yeah. are really cool. Shalon Drew, scraping along her pad with bold streaks, pattern is with her, saying, hmm. He adorn sorry, he was adorning her skirt like embroidery. I really like that. Me too. I like that description. Yeah. That's great. So if anybody sees like it, it just looks yeah, if anybody sees it's him like a, on there. It's a pattern. Yeah. It's just a pattern and, yeah, it's just and a the pattern. great thing is is that the same pattern even though pattern yeah. is kind of like a, a flowing mix of patterns over and over again. Um, if she's wearing different dresses, it's like, oh, it's kind of like her, her initials on an, uh, on a, on an, like a, you know what I mean? Like on her towels or something. Oh. She's like <laughs> her initials. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it, what, what's nice about having pattern around is that she can just buy a bunch of like, you know, solid colored uh, skirts and just have him <laughs> yeah. just, you know, become, become a pattern in infinite, in yeah. infinite, uh, uh, variables. Um, yeah. Okay. He says, um, Shalon, she kept drawing, filling the page with strokes. Shalon, Pattern asks, I understand why you hate me. Shalon, I yeah. did not mean to help you kill your mother, but it is what I did. It is what I did. Shalon set her jaw and just kept sketching. She sat outside at Urethiro, her back against a cold chunk of stone, her toes frigid. Cold spren growing up like spikes around her. Shalon, Pattern says again. It's all right, Shalon said in a hushed voice as the wind died down. Mm-hmm. Just just let me draw. Mm, Pattern said. A powerful lie. That's, right. There's our title for the chapter. Right. A and powerful, powerful lie, lie is that it's, it's all, all right. right. Yeah. It's all, it's all right. right. 
<laughs> you can use a powerful lie, yeah. We're going through the shadowed plains because it's all right. <laughs> who are you in the uh, in the traveling Wilburys? Who am I in the Wilburys? Who are you oh, and man. who am I? Oh man, I don't. It's, I can't decide. Uh, who would you like? I love to be? all those all those lads. Cool cats. Oh yeah. How am I gonna choose? That's a I'm, tough call. I'm okay. probably Roy Orbison because I don't see enough sun. That's a bad. That's a really bad. <laughs> Roy Orbison Pretty joke. Woman. <laughs> That's probably who I am. Uh, I can't. I couldn't decide, but I mean, it'd be hard not to choose George. But it uh, would be hard not to. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's great. George. I mean, come yeah. on. Okay. Um, Shalon, a powerful lie, a simple landscape. She was trying to draw. She should be able to draw something simple, something calming. She sat on the edge of one of the ten Oathgate platforms. Earlier in the day, she had activated this oath gate, bringing forth a few hundred more of the thousands who were waiting in Iraq. But stormlight was getting low. There wasn't much to go around, and there wasn't much of her to go around either. Mm -hmm. Only an active, full night radiant could work the control buildings at the center of the platforms, initiating the swap. For now, that meant only Shalon could do it. It meant that she had to summon her blade each time, the blade that she had used to kill her mother. A truth she'd spoken as an ideal of her order of radiance, a truth that she could no longer, therefore, stuff into the back of her mind and forget. Just draw. Yeah, this is cool, right? <clears throat> it's intense. Because it's really intense. Pattern is there. He wants to talk about it. She does not. She, she just does wants to not draw. want to talk about it. No, she does not. She does not. Well, Pattern's convinced still that he that she's going to kill him. Yes, P Pattern's worried. But is he is he worried, or does he think that it's just? Or yeah, he almost sounds like he inevitable it or, or whatever. It is what I did. Yeah, I did help you kill your mom. But I, I like the 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 yeah. Kevin Smith fan in me would, would would also say that like you know the next line to that is like you know I I did help you kill your mom but you are the one who did the killing so we're kind of both you know at fault here <laughs> we're both at fault here yeah um yeah I don't know how I feel about all of that yet but hopefully there'll be a little more to un uh, that'll unfold for that i mean one of the one of the things i love about it is that she says straight up she used this truth as an ideal for her as a radiant right. and she cannot right. escape that anymore there is no burying mm -hmm. it anymore do you know what i mean no right so right. she has to ha she has to deal with that and um i guess we're going to see what the consequences of having her having to have that as a constant reminder and not being able to just black it out anymore right yeah she, well, um, she can't because she's using it to perform certain duties yeah, as a knight's radiant anywhere exactly. here. can't avoid it right i um a couple things here i like um she calls herself a full knight radiant and mm -hmm. that seems to indicate that when once you can use the oath gate and summon your your blade stretch forth thy hand you mm -hmm. are now a full knight radiant right so if we're talking like you know padawan and you know what i mean like all that right, stuff right yeah. like a full knight radiant is a third ideal radiant and i really like yeah. that that's really cool indeed you are powerful <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, the city dominated her view, and she has thoughts of Yasna here. Yasna had searched this place out of hope of finding books and records here of ancient dates. So far, they hadn't found anything like that. Instead, Shalon struggled to understand the tower. Mm-hmm. I like this, the way it's described coming up here. She ended up with a sketch not of the tower itself, but instead a crisscrossing of lines on a field of softer charcoal. Down on the plateau below, she noticed soldiers were running drills. The thought of them all living in that place disturbed Shalon, which was stupid. It was just a building. But it was one that she couldn't sketch. Yeah. She's having a hard time sketching Urethiru. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't normally have a hard she time sketching. Un- no, she can't understand it. Yeah. It says here. She's having trouble understanding the tower. Mm-hmm. Understanding its purpose. Right. But also right. it's like incredibly high. <clears throat> it is mm-hmm. mysterious. Like you said before, you know, there are many, many rooms that have not been searched yet. So the unknown right. lies within. So of course she can't understand it. They don't know the tower yet. They haven't discovered right. its secrets. Right. So she doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is, uh, I think the, the, the interesting thing here is the, uh, when it describes the, like the strata, like the, mm-hmm. the lines inside, like, like the, um, uh, like a screw, right? Mm-hmm. So that made me start to think about the tower and its purpose. Like, what's it really designed for? Right. Like, or, or what else is it used for? Mm-hmm. It sounds um, like it's a very specific kind of design. And we don't know what, what that means. But also, what else, applying that not only to the tower or understanding the tower, what about applying that to the characters? What about applying that to the Knight's Radiant? Mm-hmm. What about applying that to the Spren? Right. Or right. the series as a whole. Yeah, there's... um. It's like, um, it's like never realizing that the chasms had a very specific pattern, which would tell a bigger story until we found out, right? Like, so, hmm, it's cool. Um, Shalon, we'll work it out, she says to pattern. It's, it's not your fault. My parents are dead and you didn't cause it. You can hate me, says pattern. I understand. But she didn't want him to understand. Mm-hmm. She wanted him to convince her that she was wrong. She needed to be wrong. I don't hate you, Pattern. I hate the sword. Pattern tries to interrupt her here and says, but... And then she says to him, the sword isn't you. The sword is me. My father, the life we led, and the way it got all twisted about. Pattern interrupts her again says, I, I don't understand. He doesn't understand that he's not the sword. Right. Or does he not understand what she's saying about She doesn't understand what her. he means by that. And then she says, mm. I'd be shocked if you did understand because mm. I sure don't. She doesn't even right. really understand what she's meaning. Right? Yeah. Fortunately, she had a distraction coming her way in the form of a scout climbing mm. up the ramp to the platform where Shalon had perched um, brightness radiant, the scout says. The high princess requested your presence. Oh, bother, Shalon says. I like this bother bit in this chapter because yeah. it just, it happens a few times and it's, I, what I delight in it is that it's just a clear little indicator to the reader, something's bothering Shalon. 
<laughs> right. You know, a, right. a powerful lie. She's, it's not okay. She's just saying, look, I just, just, just let me draw. Yeah. She's bothered. And, yeah. and saying like, oh, bother it, it like, yeah, oh, bother. it feels like <laughs> Alice in Wonderland vibes, doesn't it? Like it's yeah. got like a oh, bother. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's got it. like it's, a, yeah. I love it. Bother. She says she handed the scout her sketchbook to hold while she packed up her satchel. Dun spheres, she noted. She used them while she was sketching. Um, while three of the High Princes had joined Dalinar on his expedition out here to the Shattered Plains, the greater number had remained behind. Mm-hmm. When the unexpected high storm had come, Haytham had received word via span read from scouts out along the plains. His war camp had been able to get out most of their spheres for recharging before the storm hit, giving him a huge amount of stormlight compared to the rest of them. He was becoming a wealthy man as Dalinar traded for infused spheres to work the oath gates and bring in supplies. Yo, dude, this is like, this is that shit that you hear that like, oh, this dude fucking quadrupled his wealth over the pandemic because he had the supply that people needed and he took advantage. Yeah. That's what Haytham's doing right now. It's war times. Haytham's got a a repository of stormlight because he knew the storm. And we're talking not just um, a regular storm. We're talking about the the high storm that the Stormfather sent. Remember? Yeah. The Everstorm is, is, is raging on the Shattered Plains. And then the Stormfather's like, you know, he says to Dalinar, I can't do anything to help you. But what mm. I can do is I can cleanse your bodies. So he sends in a high storm in the hopes that it'll like kind of kill them quickly. And that's the high yeah. storm that Haytham is able to recharge all of his yeah. spheres, right? All the spheres from, yeah. It's, and what, it's really cool. What, what I like thinking about is, you know, where there's a wealthy man... There will be Sabariel with supplies trying to sell things to that man. Right. So all that money is going to probably go back to Sabariel. So Sabariel will be like, oh, Haytham, Haytham has a lot of money. Yeah. Wow, wow. Why don't I supply Haytham? Haytham, what do you need? Well, your all your rooms and quarters in the in Urethiro are going to yeah. be completely empty, and I have vast amounts of, of furniture right. and wares. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, she got everything packed. Um, hang on. Did I get that right? And bring in supplies. Yep. Mm-hmm. She got everything packed up, then reached for the sketchbook and found the scout woman flipping through the pages with wide eyes. Brightness, the scout says. These are amazing. I've been trying to draw the tower, Shalon says, but I can't get it from the right angle. Maybe when Bright Lord Brooding Eyes returned, mm-hmm. he could fly her to another peak along the mountain chain. To get a different perspective. Yeah. That's what she needs here to understand the tower. Right. She can't right. see it from... No. Like, you know, from one angle, right? Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like these, the scout says, flipping through her drawings. What do you call it? Um, surrealism, Shalon says, taking the sketchbook back. It was an old artistic movement. I guess I defaulted to it when I couldn't get the picture to look how I wanted. Hardly anyone bothers with it anymore, except students. Um, this is interesting, this little drop of surrealism here. Mm-hmm. Because we can understand it in our world, our culture. Yeah. Is this the beginnings? We, we've had a few other mentions of, like, what, bunnies? Like a few yeah, other and like otherworldly. Horses. Yeah, otherworldly. Mm-hmm. So, so, 
Is this just like another dropping of like a, a connective tissue to Maybe. our world? Potentially. I think that it's also possible that uh, Sanderson just used surrealism yeah. as yeah. an interchangeable as a... world. It just exists in both sure. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I think that this is a cover up though, because she just told us that she could mm. not draw the tower properly. No. She couldn't. And so then she's, she's saying, well, these ones the... here are actually, this is an old uh style Technique. of drawing called surrealism mm-hmm. so it's not supposed to look the way it's supposed to look right Does, but it doesn't she, capture yeah she's saying that she did it on purpose to look like that mm-hmm. and she already just told us in, in her pov right. that she's not yeah. able to capture it the way she wants so she's covering her these mistakes here. looking at it looking at surrealism mm-hmm. is not necessarily truth no you're not looking at the truth of the thing you're right. looking at an extrapolation of the thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm an idea of the thing right a representation of the thing right yeah um it made my eyes sorry it made my eyes make my brain think it forgot to wake up is the <laughs> response yeah. that's cute shallan gestured and the scout led the way back down and across the plateau shallan noticed that more than a few soldiers on the field had stopped their drills and were watching her bother again she would never again return to being just Shalan, mm-hmm. the insignificant girl from backwater town. She was now brightness radiant, ostensibly from the order of else callers. She'd persuaded Dalinar to pretend, in public at least, that Shalon was from an order that couldn't make illusions. She needed to keep that secret from spreading, mm-hmm. or her effectiveness would be weakened. Yeah. That's cool, right? Because if, if people know that she can do illusions, then... Mm-hmm. So the reason why I think Else Caller is picked here mm. is because Else Callers also can do soul casting. And Shallan can right. do soul casting. Yep. So by them saying she's not a light weaver, she's an Else Caller, look, she can do soul casting, which she doesn't practice it very much. It mm-hmm. protects her abilities as an illusionist, as a light weaver. This is what she right. said to Dalinar. Remember when she told Dalinar the truth of everything at the end of the last book? Mm. And she tells mm-hmm. to Dalinar, she's like, we can't tell anyone what I can do because what then my disguises yeah. won't work so to well if they it. know that I can do it. And then at first he's like, I don't know if I can trust that. Because that's like, you're asking me to lie about who you are. And also you're saying that you're your job is to lie and and you know what i mean disguise yourself but this is getting so so go ahead so i I have to ask i have to i have to interrupt you and ask you to see if i can see your reaction from this question Mm -hmm. did shallan kill sadius okay you chuckled you're chuckling okay because shallan (laughs) wait because shallan can can look like someone different yeah okay so then i guess your homework will be to go back and read the Adolin killing Sadius chapter or that moment mm-hmm. and see mm-hmm. if there is any possibility that who we're reading is not Adolin, but it's Shallan. Yeah. Because I the whole know. POV in that chapter is Adolin doing I, Adolin I know. stuff. And then yeah. he starts to wander off and then confronts Ad- yeah. uh, uh, Sadius, right? So. Yes. But I mean, yeah. I, I would say it's, it's a good so, reread yeah, for I'm, you. I, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm it's, barking up the wrong tree, I think. Yeah. No, I don't I, know. There's, I would like you to, I would reading. actually like you to reread it and then maybe 
at the beginning of the next chapter, you can tell me if you've found, if you've gleaned anything from rereading that part. It might be a fun exercise. Okay. Because okay. it's something yeah, that you're allowed to reread, fair. right? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, yeah, the Shalon thing, it, it, I don't know if that would make sense anyway, but I'm just, I'm searching for people that can, anyways, I'm, I think yeah. I'm barking up the wrong tree. No, I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, I, I think that your reaction to things are exactly what we, it's like, well, why we do the show, right? And you're mm. not fully trusting this stuff with Adolin right now because of how he's going to no, act. No, it's weird. In these next, the next look, chapter, yeah, especially. Yeah, the next few pages yeah, here, it's, so. it's not right. There's yeah. something not right. Um, Elle's caller is persuaded Dalinar to, yeah, right. Cause she, she can't just be an illusionist in public. Right. Right. Probably should try to act more composed as well. She thinks more nightly. <laughs> that's, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Um, she glances at a soldier who wore the gold and red of Haytham's army. He immediately looked down and rubbed at the Glyphward prayer tied around his upper right arm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The Knights Radiant have returned, but not everyone is keen about this. Dalinar was determined to recover the reputation of the Radiance, but Storms, Mm -hmm. you couldn't change an entire nation's perspective in a matter of a few months. The ancient Knights Radiant had betrayed mankind or humankind, while many Alethi seemed willing to give the orders a fresh start, others weren't so charitable. Mm -hmm. Remember the... She's, he's like clutching a talisman, like a, you mm -hmm. know, Glyph Ward when she's around, like protect me because depending on who you who you were and where yeah. you're from the stories would have been told the glorious knight's radiance or mm. the vile lost radiance who betrayed mankind mm-hmm. right so that stigma still sticks and there was a concerted effort by the higher uh, like the hierarchy to sow seeds of disdain towards the knight's radiance while still right. lauding them for being heroes way back when, there's like a balancing act that they had to do there. What do we know about the uh, the order that's opposite of the Knights Radiant? What do you mean? Remember we talked about that briefly with regards to, um, you know, uh, Darkness or the Assassin in White and uh, other agents? Other, uh, other orders? No, just the, the the idea of the antithesis of the Knights Radiant. Well, you you posited that that maybe there would be an anti Radiant, like an uh, an opposite to the Radiance, like an another collection of. I mean, Voidbringer are not a bad term for it, really. But mm-hmm. Voidbringer is not a bad term for it. It could right. it could be that right. The, you could have the Knights Radiant or the Voidbringers. Yeah, we don't have any proof of that, but you did posit that maybe there was some kind of. Um, challenge to the radiance or like some kind of opposite, right? Like an order yeah. or a collection yeah. of, of, uh, of others who mm-hmm. could match the mm-hmm. radiance uh, power and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, anyways, so I guess we don't know much about that. Okay. Well, many Alethi seemed willing to give the, okay, right. So power was an illusion. Power was an illusion of perception. As Yasna mm-hmm. had said, the first step to being in control was to see yourself as capable of being in control. Mm-hmm. I like that. The scout led her into the tower and up a flight of stairs. Brightness, the woman asked, can I ask you a question? As that was a question, apparently you can. Oh, um, huh? It's fine. What did you want to know? <laughs> You're a radiant. 
That one was actually a statement, and that's making me doubt my previous assertion. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I'm curious, Brightness. How does it work, being a Radiant? You, you have a shard blade? So that was where this was going. Mm-hmm. I assure you, Shalon said, it is quite possible to remain properly feminine while fulfilling my duties as a knight. I kind of think that's almost my highlight here mm-hmm. uh, of this chapter is her saying, so that's where this is going. Or right. when she says, I just want to keep drawing, you know, like, like the lie, like she's, she's not interested in the sword. Mm-hmm. That is my highlight. I think right. her disinterest in the sword. Mm-hmm. Okay. The scout says, Oddly, the scout seemed disappointed by that response. Of course, brightness was her mm-hmm. answer. So, yeah. so there's, there's, a, I think there's a few little things going on here. You know, she passes mm. by these soldiers and they're clutching the talisman, sticking to these them, yeah. old ideas of what a night radiant is. Mm-hmm. And the scout, a female scout, mind you, is asking mm-hmm. her, hey, mm-hmm. you know, women aren't supposed to use weapons weapons yeah um and so you how, use you're a knight radiant and you have a shard blade so how does that work and mm-hmm. when she's disappointed when she says oh mm-hmm. i uh um i have a is proper feminine qualities to fulfill right. my knights uh, like my knight's order uh, requirements right. or whatever she's disappointed by that because she wants shalon to be like yeah i'm a badass bitch and i use a sword so what the fuck, right? I think that's what the scout's <laughs> response is. She wants Shalon to be kind of um, a person who is breaking what is traditional. You know, she draws, she's, uh, she's a scholar, she's an artist, um, she has all these feminine skills, but this mm-hmm. lady is asking her, wait a minute, you have a sword and you, do you know how to use it? Like, are you, are you a badass bitch? Like, I hope you are. And she's like, actually, mm-hmm. I have a lot of feminine qualities. I'm, I'm still good. Like, I think she's looking to Shalon as a, hopefully as an example that women, women like her, the scout can Could be become, warrior types, right? Right. But what does Shalon do here? A little yeah. bit deceives. A little bit. Plays down. Yeah. 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 Never, never let them know who you are. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm sure if Shalon was like, oh yeah, well, you know, I killed this spy named Tin with my sword. <laughs> and I yeah, got it yeah. or whatever. This scout would yeah. be like, that's so cool. Tell me more. Yeah, did you know that I actually saved Captain Kaladin? <laughs> right, right. Right, on the yeah. bridge? Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. I had to cut a hole out with my shard blade knife. Yeah, for that, us to... that was me. She would love, this scout would love all that shit. She'd be like, oh, tell me more. Yeah, and then, the, yeah. then the, uh, all the ladies start to whisper, Shalon's so fucking cool. <laughs> um, Urethiro seemed to have been crafted straight from the rock, like a sculpture. There weren't seams. At the corner of the rooms. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. The corridors were twisted about in a strange, in strange curves. Dalinar suggested that perhaps this was to fool invaders like a castle fortification. Shalon had entered a room that only a day before had been empty, but was now arrayed with furniture, creating a large meeting place right outside. Dalinar and Navani's private rooms. Mm-hmm. Adolin, Renarin, and Navani sat before Dalinar, who stood with hands on his hips, contemplating a map of Rashar on the wall. There were rugs in here and plush furniture. The finery fit this bleak chamber like a lady's hava fit a pig. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how to approach the Azish, father, Renarin says. Their new emperor makes them unpredictable. Adolin says, they're Azish, giving Shallan a wave with his unwounded hand. How can they not be predictable? Doesn't their government mandate how to peel your fruit? That's a stereotype, Renarin says. <laughs> yes, they have a large bureaucracy. A change in government is still going to cause upheaval. In fact, it might be easier for this new Azish emperor to change policy, since policy is well-defined enough to change. I wouldn't worry about the Azish, Navani says. They'll listen to reason. They always do. What about Tukar and Emul? I wouldn't be surprised if that war of theirs is enough to distract them even from the return of the desolations. All this little politic is interesting. Yeah. I like Renarin's defense of the stereotype of the Azish. Me too. Um, Yo, uh, our boy uh, uh, Renarin. So call is out woke, to Renarin bro. there. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I really, yeah, Renarin's amazing. Um, but Adolin and his, and Navani seem to be sort of keen on counting on things to be so. Right. Like you can count on the Azish to be Azish. Yeah, and they're not necessarily, right? right? Yeah, they're not. One of the great well, things here is that we know more about the Azish, the, the uh, uh, Azish, ooh, that was hard yeah. to say there for a second, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, Tukar and Emul and um, uh, Yada and Tashik. We know more about this area because of uh, Edge Dancer. So what a great mm-hmm. little, like, you know, info dump we got from that book so we can understand Absolutely. this part a little bit more. There, there is a part here I want to dwell on just for a second. Okay, yeah, It says... Ahead. Um, I wouldn't worry about the Asius. Uh, the oh, jeez, I'm having a hard time with that word. I wouldn't yeah. worry about the Azish. They'll listen mm-hmm. to reason. What about Tukar? Okay, and then Dalinar and says, "There's that warlord in Tukar. What's his name? Right. Okay. What's his name? Yeah. yeah. And then his name is Tazim. Tazim mm-hmm. claims he's an aspect of the Almighty." Okay. And then Shalal right. sniffs as she slips into her seat beside Adolin, setting her satchel drawing pad down the floor. Aspect of the Almighty. At least he's humble, right? And then they're right. going to move I lo- on. I love that line, though. It's so good. Yeah. Well, aspect of the Almighty. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, at least he's humble. Right. So it's I like, have, I'd love it. I have something I'm going to read to you. I have a quote mm-hmm. from Words of Radiance that has to mm-hmm. deal with this, okay? So this okay. is. Um, Shalon has snuck up to the Ghostbloods camp and she is hiding in like, um, she's hiding over by near their camp. This is where they're going to, remember when they, uh, they burned her wagons down and tried to kill her? Yes. This is before that, before when she was hiding and she was listening in on the conversation. Okay. So this is when the she had the cover look, looking like a stone. Yeah, I think so. And this is okay. what she heard. She heard mm-hmm. Marais say this. We will need to find out how much he knows, Moraes's voice. You will bring these pages to Master Thedakar, which we know is the head of the Ghostbloods, okay? Mm-hmm. We are c- close, but so it appears are Rastari's cronies, which are um, Amaram and his lot from the Sons of Honor, okay? Mm-hmm. And then whoever he's talking to responds like this. No, I'm not worried about that one. Okay. Meaning Worried about Rastaris. That one meaning Rastaris. Rastaris and the mm-hmm. Sons of Anar- Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Or Sons of mm-hmm. Anarchy. <laughs> sons of Honor. <laughs> That's funny. Um, the Sons of Honor. The, mm-hmm. the old fool sows chaos, but does not reach for the power offered by opportunity. So this is when he's talking about 
Teravangian. He hides in his insignificant mm-hmm. city listening to its songs, the City of Bells, right? Thinking right. he plays in world events. He has no idea. His is not the position of the hunter. Now, here is the very end of this quote, and it has to do mm-hmm. with what we're talking about. At the time, you and I dissected this whole quote and said, here's this guy, this guy, this guy. These are the important players that we're being told about. And finally, we get a better idea of this last part. The last part is, this creature in Tukar, however, is different. I'm not convinced he's human. If he is, he's certainly not of the local species. So this local creature... species. Of Tukarians? Yeah. This creature in Tukar, however, is different. This is who, what these two ghost bloods are talking about. And but we he finally, claims to be an aspect of the Almighty. Right. And his name is Tezim, this That's warlord cool. in Tukar. So another yeah. little nugget, you know, this, we, yeah. we talk Planted. about the, yeah, these little plants that he does, right? That Sanderson the, does. The seeds. Sometimes yeah. he does them over the course of chapters. So this chapter has a seed, mm-hmm. the next one, the next one. Mm-hmm. But this is like from book to book, right? Like a little bit right. by little bit, he's developing this yeah. other thing going on in Tukar. So anyways, I just, yeah, that's cool. I really thought no, it'd be I'm, really cool to, to read this. And No, and, I appreciate you bringing that up. That's awesome. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalinar, so, okay, at least he's humble. Dalinar yeah. turns towards Shalon he always seemed so large, bigger than any room he was in. I love that description of him. That's mm-hmm. great. Dalinar Colin could make choosing what to have for breakfast look like the most important decision in all of Roshar. I think we all need to practice that in our morning routines. I think so Is, too. How would how would how would Dalinar Colin look like when he was deciding uh, what to have for breakfast today? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Brightness Shalon, tell me, how would you deal with the Makabaki kingdoms? Now that the storm has come as we warned, we have an opportunity to approach them from a position of strength. Azir is the most important. But mm-hmm. just faced a succession crisis, Emul and Takar are of course at war, as Navani noted. We could certainly use Tashik's information networks, but they're so isolationist. That leaves Yazir and Leofor. Perhaps the weight of their involvement would persuade their neighbors. He turned towards her. Yes, yes, Shalant says. Um, I have heard of several of those places. <laughs> Dalinar drew in his lips to a line as if he's not impressed with her. I'm sorry, Bright Lord, she says, but I'm confused as to why you want my input. I know of those kingdoms, of course, but my knowledge is an academic thing. I I could possibly name their primary export for you, but as to foreign policy? Well, I've never even spoken to someone from Alethkar before leaving my homeland, and we're neighbors. I see, Dalinar says softly. Mm-hmm. Does your Spren offer you some counsel? Could you bring him out to speak to us? Pattern? Oh, he's not particularly knowledgeable about our kind which is sort of why he's here in the first place. And to be frank, Bright Lord, I think he's scared of you. Well, he's obviously not a fool, Adolin <laughs> noted. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. cool from Adolin. I like this. I think that this is showing a little bit that Dalinar is a little desperate for information here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, maybe Shalon knows something. Maybe Shalon's Spren knows something. Yeah. Maybe he just wants to bring her more into the fold too. Yeah, that's possible too. I think I think that's definitely like as a leader. As Mm -hmm. a leader, he could just be trying to bring her in. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Like he may not be relying on her for information at all, but just right. wants to bring her in. Yeah. And maybe, you know what, she she does think outside the box. So, you know, Shalon can think outside the box. So maybe there is something to that. Yeah. But um, I, she's right. She She doesn't know any of these places, really. <laughs> like this. Well, obviously he's not a fool, Adolin says. Dalinar shoots his son a glance. Don't, don't be like that, father. Like, because he's like not impressed. That, right. Well, he's not a fool for being afraid of uh, Dalinar. Because I think Dalinar, you know, he doesn't want people to be afraid of him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to lead by fear. Yeah. He doesn't want the, the black thorn to preside. Right. At least I'm... It'd be, it would seem that way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that... Yeah, exactly. If anyone would be able to go about intimidating forces of nature, it would be you. So this is from Adolin to his dad. This is, I don't know, I, I, I would take it as a compliment. But, yeah. Um, curiously, it was Renarin who stood up, setting aside his blanket and cup, then walked over to put his hand on his father's shoulder. The youth looked even more spindly than normal when standing beside Dalinar, and though his hair wasn't as blonde as Adolin's, it was still patched with yellow. He seemed such a strange contrast to Dalinar, cut from almost entirely different cloth. Mm-hmm. It's just so big, son, Dalinar said, looking at the map. How can I unite all of Rashar when I've never even visited many of these kingdoms? Young Shalon spoke wisdom, though she might not have recognized it. We don't know these people. Now I'm expected to be responsible for them. I wish I could see it all. Dalinar turned and walked to fetch a cup. A cup of wine from a warmed pitcher, pitcher near the door. As he passed Shalon, she felt something unusual, a leaping within her, as if part of her were being pulled by him. Mm-hmm. Pulled by Dalinar. Yeah. Yeah. Bondsmith, baby. He walked past again, holding a cup, and Shalon slipped from her seat, following him toward the map on the wall. She breathed in as she walked. Drawing stormlight from her satchel in a shimmering stream, it infused her, glowing from her skin. She placed her free hand against the map, and stormlight poured off of, off of her, illuminating the map in a swirling tempest of light. She didn't exactly understand what she was doing, but she rarely did. Art wasn't about understanding, but about knowing. The stormlight streamed off the map, passing between her and Dalinar in a rush, causing Navani to scramble off her seat and back away. Hmm. Why? Because it's like this explosion of light, right? Is anyone else backing away? <laughs> Fuck off. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I'm terrible, I'm terrible. Is I'm anyone terrible. else terrified? Maybe well, she's got just, something to I'm hide. Just... Well, the, the light? You're backing away from light? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. Fuck. I hope, you know what, dude? I really hope that this <laughs> whole endeavor, these 10 books, like, part of me hopes that Navani turns out to be the big bad in the end, because then it'll all have been worth it. You know what I mean? It'll all have been worth it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you could be, you could be, you could be a, you could be leading me along, dude. Like, I am. You, I cannot be trusted, I you, guess. Yeah. Deceiver? Yeah, you're Shalom, I'm the dude. deceiver, you're, yeah. You're the I'm deceiver. the father yeah. of lies over here. Um, the light swirl. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. The light swirled in the chamber and became another larger map floating at about table height in the center yeah. of the room. 
Fuck, uh, the topography of the landscape became real. Like the hillsides and the, and the valleys and things like that. Shallan's breath caught. Had she done that? But how? Her illusions usually required a previous drawing to imitate. The map stretched to the sides of the room, shimmering at the edges. So, is it Dalinar that's bringing this in part out of her? Yeah, it's like this pulling of uh, that that she, that uh, that he did. Somehow, one of his abilities seems to be to be able to help them with their abilities. Mm, like something guidance. in him pulled her and then mm-hmm. allowed her to activate something that and do something with her light weaving that she was never able to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How Dalinar leans down uh, near the section. The detail is amazing. I can almost see the cities. What did you do? I, I don't know that I did anything, Shallan says, stepping into the illusion, feeling the stormlight swirl around her. I couldn't have recreated this, Sprite Lord. I, I don't have the knowledge. Well, I didn't do it, Renarin says. The stormlight quite certainly came from you, Brightness. Mm-hmm. Yes, while well, your father was tugging on me at the time. Tugging? Adolin asks. The Stormfather, Dalinar said. This is his influence. This is what he sees each time a storm w- blows across Rashar. It wasn't me or you, but us. Somehow. So Dalinar is bonded to the Stormfather. The Stormfather storm flies over sees all. all. Yeah, he sees the entire topography of Roshar. Therefore, Shallan. She was able to harness that and create a right. fucking map of That's Roshar. super detailed. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a floating sci-fi map. That's like that yeah. they're in. Like she's standing that, in the yeah. Horn Eater Peaks or whatever, and he's over yeah. by where Uathiru is, yeah. where he's standing. It's fucking and cool, man. It's all made of stormlight. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's so it's so interesting how these like um, like battle map scenes um, in in several of the of the um, fiction that I've experienced, particularly in uh, in film, um, just become so visual. Mm-hmm. Like the battle map scenes in Star Wars or the battle map scenes in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just really, this this one is particularly uh, interesting. And mm-hmm. knowing that the Stormfather, if all this is correct, which it makes makes perfect sense. Yeah, I love it. I think it's yeah, great. I love it too. Like, the, the fact that you can access that from the Stormfather mm-hmm. through the bond through the connection between Dalinar and Shallan. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pretty spectacular. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah, it's great. Um maybe that should be a highlight is the bloody map. I th- I, I put it as my highlight cuz it's really oh, awesome. Is it? The map. Yeah, it's really okay. awesome. I'm the now, map. remember I'm... remember how uh in the prologue to this, we had Esh and mm. I at um the um the castle in Kolinar meeting with Gavilar? And she sees the Rosharian yes. map and she's like, oh yeah. man, mm-hmm. like imagine Esh and I seeing this. She'd be like, holy fuck, I'm in the map. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hopefully she can see it. Hopefully we get her back. That's, that's, um, that would be something. The Stormfather, this is his influence. Well, Shalon noted, you were, you were complaining about not being able to take it all in. How much stormlight did this take? Navani asks. Shallan checks her satchel. All of it. We'll get you more. 
I'm sorry for, no, Dalinar says, having my Radiance practice with their powers is among the most valuable resources I could purchase right now, even if Haytham makes us pay through the nose for spheres. Mm-hmm. Ten cities, he whispers, ten kingdoms, ten oath gates connecting them from long ago. This is how we fight it. This is how we begin. We don't start by saving the world. We start with this simple step. We protect the cities with oath gates. Mm-hmm. The Voidbringers are everywhere. But we can be more mobile. We can shore up capitals, deliver food or soulcasters quickly between kingdoms. We can make those ten cities bastions of light and strength. But we must be quick. He's coming. The man with nine shadows. Mm-hmm. Man with nine shadows. You remember this, right? Are this we... is that vision that Dalinar saw. Mm-hmm. He was in the vision with the Stormfather, with Nohadon, and he had walked away, and he was, yep. like, trying to explore, and then all of a sudden, everything kind of crumbled away, and then he saw this, like, white-hot, like, light, and then mm-hmm. within it, he saw a man with nine shadows. With nine shadows, And yeah. he understood that this... At some, I think he might have talked to the, the Stormfather, and the Stormfather explained that this would be Odium's champion, right? He says champion, it right here, I right. think. The enemy's champion, Dalinar says. In the visions, Honor told me our best chance of survival involved forcing Odium to accept a contest of champions. I've seen the enemy's champion, mm-hmm. a creature in black armor with red eyes, a parchment perhaps. It had nine shadows. I like that he said a parchment, perhaps. Right. Because he's not fully sold on it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. Ren- like, um, I've seen the enemy's champion, a creature in black armor with red eyes. A parchment, perhaps. It had nine shadows and Jax thinks it might be me. <laughs> Jack thinks it could be yeah, me no. later. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say a creature in black armor with red eyes, potentially, most probably, Navani. Um, <laughs> more than likely, it was Navani. More than, more than likely, and more than likely, Amaram was a good guy, and he turned out to be my best. My and he best was just pal. protecting Kaladin the whole time. <laughs> yes, the whole time. <laughs> that's that's the last book. It's going to be like. Yeah. By the way, everything Jack thought was right. <laughs> And was, everything Sean yeah, thought right. was wrong. That's and the by last the way, book. the real enemy all along was Tef's mother. <laughs> she didn't actually kill herself. <laughs> okay. Um, nine Shadows. Nearby, Renarin had turned toward his father, eyes wide, jaw dropping. Nobody else seemed to notice. Yeah, this whole thing of nobody else noticing Renarin, that's kind of part of his whole character mm-hmm. that's what makes the characters that do notice him so great yeah um azimir capital of azir dalinar said stepping from urathiru to the center of azir of the west is home to an oath gate we need to open it and gain the trust of the azish they will be important to our cause mm-hmm. he steps farther to the west there's an oath gate hidden in shinovar another of the capital at Babath- uh, I'm going to probably get this wrong. Babatharnum. Mm-hmm, and a right. fourth. And a fourth in far-off Ral Elorim, City of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Another in Rira, Navani said, joining him. Yasna thought it was in Kurth. A sixth was lost in Emia, the island that was destroyed. 
Just a quick uh, reminding you here. You know, this is a, funny. A, a, the a island Mia. that was destroyed, like, I don't know. It just seemed... Emia like, is yeah. where two or different Amia. peoples yeah. came from who are almost certainly gone. One of them is the mm. people of Axes the Collector. Mm. And the right. other is Arlco the Sleepless that we just met in Edge Dancer. Those two types of people came from a, a, an came island from off the coast of Roshar. Amia. Yeah. Right here called Emia. But it was just com- completely, like, not completely destroyed, but it was destroyed. Hmm. Like, uh, like Atlantis. Yeah. Dalinar grunted, then turned toward the map's eastern section. Vedanar makes seven, he said, stepping mm-hmm. into Shallan's homeland. Thalen City is eight. Then the Shattered Plains, which we hold. Yeah. And the, and the last one is in Kolinar, Adolin said softly, our home. Shallan approached and touched him on the arm. Span read communication into the city had stopped working. Nobody knew the status of Kolinar. We start small, Dalinar says, with a few of the most important to holding the world. Izir, Yakved, Thelena. We'll contact other nations, but our focus is on these three powerhouses. Mm-hmm. Izir for its organization and political clout. Thelena for its shipping and naval prowess. And Yakved for its manpower. Brightness Devar. Any insight you could offer into your homeland and its status following the Civil War would be appreciated. And Kolinar? Adolin asks. A knock at the door interrupted Dalinar's response. He called admittance and the scout from before peeked in. Brightlord, she said, looking concerned. There's something you need to see. What is it, Lynn? Brightlord, sir, there's, there's been another murder. Oh, yeah, another murder. You know what? Snuck in just before the end of this, of this chapter, another little highlight. Oh, okay. She's the scout. Yeah, same scout. Right up, right up until this moment when Dalinar says, what is it, Lynn? Right. He knows her name. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a little highlight right yeah. on and, the end there. And oh. you know what's really great is that... A little, um, little morsel. A little... Yeah, we get to know Lynn a little bit and what she wants. And what she mm-hmm. wants is for Shallan to be kind of a beacon of new femininity as a Night Radiant. Yeah. And also, she's important enough that Dalinar knows her name, giving us a new name to a new character. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's cool. She's like, she, it. this new character is now named, yeah. which, you know, doesn't always Lynn. happen, right? But yeah, it's the great. Scout, Lynn the Scout. Yeah, Lynn the Scout. Lynn the Scout. I like, I like this, Lynn. So I'm going to just check out for all the fan art for Lynn the Scout now. Lynn the Scout. Yeah. Um, highlight, so the map? The I map. Maybe. The map. I like this Lynn thing, him calling her. That's great. I, I, didn't, I didn't really... Th- think on it at mm-hmm. the end of like when i read it the first time but now yeah. i did and, I'm, and now i, I like, like it, it too i ha- i do have um, an alternate one uh, i mean the, the virtual map is just amazing it's the best mm. but i do have something else i want to bring up um what's that a couple of times here in shallan's pov mm-hmm. she remembers some of Sh- uh, of yasna's teachings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we as readers are taking for granted here that we know yasna's not dead but shallan doesn't no. 
So we're still living in a time no. here where all these characters still don't That's know right. that she's actually they alive. So right. it's almost heartbreaking again to have these characters talk about her like she is past when you were just like, don't worry about it, guys. She's alive. I want to tell you she's alive. You know? Right. Yeah, it is. Um, I really look forward to that uh, mm-hmm. coming to uh, some kind of a resolution. I wonder how the characters are going to take it. Yeah. Or, or, or even will they have the opportunity? Because mm-hmm. Navani mm-hmm. mentions her here in this uh, about her study, yeah. like what she was studying. Yeah. And Shalon mentioned her a couple times. So she's definitely still on everyone's mind because it's, mm-hmm. it, even though there's a lot going on, there's still, you know, it still wasn't a long time ago that she, you know, she died. You know what I mean? It's only been a f- couple months probably. I wonder if it's part of it. Like just, you know, like remembering someone talking about them, they're never forgotten. Mm-hmm. So they never really die. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's just a little part of the. Anyways, yeah. um, great chapter. Loved it. Alternative title didn't ha- didn't have it. There was something that were, that Renarin said that I kind of liked as an alternative title. Oh um, yeah, right. Um, but I didn't the, uh, write stereotypes. It down. Is that when he said something about the stereotypes? No, it was something else that he said. But I think I'll let it go. Yeah, I don't think I have an. I don't think I have an, an alternative title. A powerful lie is good. Mm-hmm. It's because really good. Really, the, it's the chapter. It's just keep drawing. I don't want to talk about it. I'm bothered. Chapter nine: The mm-hmm. Threads of a Screw. Yeah, this is what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, for this chapter, this is a this is a, a small one, but an interesting one. It starts off: the sum of my experiences had pointed at this moment, this decision. Mm-hmm. The sum of my experiences. Hmm. I was trying to read into clues of all these things to see if we could find out the author from just these little, little bits, but. Um, so let's, when reading this chapter here, let's really key in on these moments when Dalinar seems, or not Dalinar, Adolin seems a little suspicious or there's something off to try to dissect those, I, those, those to, sentences. Dude, okay. I'm going to give you, I know I get it that I'm doing my weird thing, but no, I'm dude, telling that's you what we, there's this something is the whole wrong. reason we do it. One benefit, so it so starts off, one benefit of having become brightness radiant was that for once, Shalon was expected to be part of important events. Nobody questioned her presence during the rush through the corridors, lit by oil lanterns carried by guards. Nobody thought she was out of place. Nobody even considered the propriety of leading a young woman to the scene of a brutal murder. What a welcome change. Yeah. It's nice, eh? Like being led to a brutal murder. It's mm-hmm. just it's just funny the way it's worded. I love it. So and I like how brightness highest. radiant is in like quotations. Yeah. Brightness radiant. Yeah. It's like it's not really her. Like she, she's not buying it. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what I will cling on to Shalon here is that she's not she's not buying it yet. She's not convinced. <laughs> she's she's not buying into her own hype. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. I kinda like that. Yeah, it's nice. Stay away from the comments section, and Shalon. You, you don't want to hear you, that. You shit. know who? You know who else is kind of like that? Lyft. Yeah, Lyft's like that. I don't yeah. want to buy the hype. I'm, I'm not into the hype. <laughs> she doesn't buy the hype. I'm into the food. She doesn't buy nothing. She steals it. <laughs> she yeah, doesn't buy yeah, into the hype nothing, at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not buying it. I'll steal it. But I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna buy me some hype. Okay. From what she overheard, the scout telling Dalinar the corpse had been a light-eyed officer named. Vedicar Perel. He was from Sabariel's army. 
Mm, I didn't like that. Finding mm-hmm. out that one of Sabargal's men had died. Yeah. The body had been discovered by a scouting party in a remote part of the tower's second level. Do we remember from previously um, when Dalinar was going up the the lift? Mm-hmm. That was he like spotting those areas that hadn't been discovered? Like was that There's, part of it? The second I'll level. I'll be honest or? with you. Uh, I'm I'm not going to hold this back. Most of the tower has not been explored. Okay. So right. it's hard yep. to tell if this is the same section as what he was looking at because there's a whole right. lot of the tower that hasn't been explored at this point. Right. Um, as they drew nearer, Dal- Dalinar and his guards jogged the rest of the distance, outpacing Shallan, mm-hmm. storming Alethi and their long legs. That was cute. I like that. Mm-hmm. She tried to suck in some stormlight, but she'd used it all in that blasted map which had disintegrated into a puff of light as they'd left. That left her exhausted and annoyed. Total D&DA, mm-hmm. levels of exhaustion. Yeah. It's great. Ahead of her, Adolin stopped and looked back. He danced a moment, as if impatient, then hurried to her instead of running ahead. I don't know, it just the language of dancing on your way to a murder scene... At first, when I read it, I thought, yeah, because maybe you're the killer and Mm -hmm. you're calm and cool and you're dancing about it and you're not worried about getting there because you already know what's what. So you're hanging back with Shallan. Yeah. Right. So that was my initial kind of reaction to this. Thanks, Shallan said as he fell into step beside her. Joining her, it's 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 nice of him to join her. I I kind of read this a little differently. He danced a moment, Mm -hmm. not happily Mm -hmm. dancing, but like I know, like he doesn't know really know what to do right now. And if if we if let's say we we just take this the 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 words on the page as it is, Mm -hmm. Adolin killed Sadius, Mm -hmm. and now there's another body exactly the same way. If right. Adolin did kill this new guy, then he would be nervous for them finding out. If Adolin didn't kill this new guy, then Adolin's thinking in his head, what the fuck is happening right now? Right? If someone's copycatting my, my murder that I committed, what the fuck? And if we don't right. know the truth, which is maybe Adolin killed this guy too. But he's, but that's okay. But if you're, so you saying that about, about Adolin, like he, he would be, you know, what's up with this new murder? Like why, mm-hmm. why, why did this happen the way, the way in which I just killed Satan, right. uh, Sadius? He's not acting that way right now in this right moment now. with Shalon. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is weird. He's acting weird. It's not like he can get any more dead, eh? he says, then chuckles awkwardly. Something about this had him seriously disturbed. Right. This is Shallan's uh, perspective. Yeah, she, th- she sees this, yeah. Yeah, seriously disturbed. He reached for her hand with his hurt one, which was still splinted and then winced. She took his arm instead. But I thought earlier it said it was un, his unwounded hand. Oh yeah, right, because because the other one. Okay, mm-hmm. the strata here in this area spiraled, twisting around the floor and ceiling, the walls like threads of a screw. I couldn't help but think of the threads being like the night's radiant, the characters like all part of a machination mm-hmm. that makes something happen. Um, 
Shallan and Adolin finally caught up to the others, passing a group of guards maintaining a perimeter. Though Bridge 4 had discovered the body, they'd sent for Colin reinforcements to secure the area. Bridge 4 again. They, yeah, Bridge 4 discovered Andy the body. They pro- yeah. <laughs> they protected a medium-sized chamber. Now lit by a multitude of oil lamps, Shallan paused in the doorway. The dead man lay at the bottom of the cavity. Shallan steeled herself but found the sight nauseating. He lay on his back and had been stabbed right through the eye. His face was a bloody mess. Dalinar and Navani stood on the ledge above the pit. His face was stiff. Dalinar's like a stone. Again, I love these little descriptions of Dalinar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We found him just like this bright lord, said Pete, the bridgeman. We sent for you immediately. Storm me if it doesn't look like exactly the same as what happened to High Prince Sadius. Navani says he's even lying in the same position. Mm-hmm. So he's some, someone, someone must have posed him to look like that. Or he fell in the exact same position as Sadius did, and that's one hell of a fucking coincidence. Does Navani know the position that Sadius was found? I guess. Um, I guess she would, yeah. She obviously does because when she looks at the body, she sees, hey, it's the same position. Okay. <laughs> Shalon. <laughs> That's a Navani pause. Shal- that, that pause, that what just happened just now, we're going to start I'm calling sorry. that a Navani I'm pause. We're going to call it a Navani pause from Bye. now on. When you say something that I'm pause? like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, Navani. Navani pause. What's wrong with this guy? Why am I reading this series with this guy? <laughs> uh, you know why? You know Shalon. why, dude. Oh, because you're awesome. me, I know. Um, Shalon, well, I love you too, pal. I love you too. Shalon looked toward the upper reaches of the chamber where stone sculptures like the heads of horses extended from the walls. These were spouts because this was a bathing chamber. Mm-hmm. Navani knelt beside the body. Remarkable. The positioning, the puncturing of the eye, it's exactly like what happened to Sadius. This has to be the same killer. Nobody tried to shelter Navani from the sight. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, it was still odd to Shallan how temerarious the Alethi were about towing their women into battle to act as scribes, runners, and scouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from Shallan's perspective, it's almost like, you know, women should be shielded from this. Right. G- from doing grotesque, it. Grotesque, macabre. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they should be shielded from doing it, but they're also dragged mm. into war as scribes mm-hmm. and scouts, and they're, they're still seeing all the carnage, just not doing it. Right. She looked to Adolin to get his read on the situation. This is Navani. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this is Shallan. This is Shallan. Okay. Yeah. Shallan looking to Adolin to get his read and found him staring aghast. Mouth open and eyes wide. Adolin, Shalon asks, do you know, did you know him? He didn't seem to hear her. Mm-hmm. This is impossible, he muttered. Impossible. Adolin, uh, no, I didn't know him, Shalon. But I'd assumed, I mean, I figured the death of Sadius was an isolated crime. You know how he was, you know how he was probably got himself into trouble. Any number of people could have wanted him dead, right? 
Looks like it was something more than that, Shalon said, folding her arms as Dalinar walked down the steps to join Navani, trailed by Pete, Lopin, and remarkably, Berlaine of Bridge Four. Mm-hmm. So that's the little crew of Bridge Four that found him. Berlaine. Right. Lopin. Two-arm Lopin. The right, Lopin. Two-arm. Yeah, right. The yeah. Lopin. Yeah, and Pete. That one drew attention from the other soldiers several of whom positioned themselves subtly to protect Dalinar from the Parshendi. They considered him a danger, regardless of which uniform he wore. Okay, let me, let me ask you something here. Yeah. He stares at the body, yeah. aghast, mouth open, eyes wide. And he says... Yeah, like, in sh- that seems like shock. Yeah, and he says, this is impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Right. Why do you think he thinks it's impossible? Like we said earlier, we don't have a POV from him yet, so we don't know what well, he's how, thinking about it, but he does seem to think that this is impossible. Imp- impossible because if Adolin's the one who did the murder initially of Sadius, of Sadius then um, impossible that someone could have uh, seen him, knew how he did it, how it happened, and then repeated it. It's mm-hmm. impossible. Right. How could somebody ever have, have done this? Mm-hmm. Right? However, impossible, um, you know, because they found the body, right. they know the position, they know the weapon. So, so it, <clears throat> is that the comment on? It, it can't be really because all somebody needs to do in order to repeat the crime is to repeat all the elements. Right. So repeat, repeat. So the people who know that the body were, was positioned that way and killed that way was the person who did it and anyone who was there when they found the body. Right? Does that make sense? Anyone who was there who found the body of Sadius right. or of this Yeah, new, so the initial scouts who found the body, which I think it was Bridge 4, and then... Right. Um, and then a whole group of Colin soldiers and Sadius soldiers came to the, the spot and saw the body. So there's quite a few people that were there at the crime scene. Because remember there was talking a little about, tussle in the, the hallway? The, are you talking about the new murder or are you going the back first to murder. Sadius? Going back to Sadius, Sadius. body, yeah. Right. The one thing that I don't remember is if that, that tussle between Colin soldiers and Sadius soldiers happened right there by the body, or if they moved the body after it was found. That's something I'll have to look up and well, we'll have for next episode. Oh, if the other, if uh, Sadius' officers, officers moved the body? Yeah. After or they or found not Sadius' officers, because the people who found the body to begin with were the scouts right. that were scouting out the, uh, the tower, which was Bridge 4. Right. Right. So whether or not mm-hmm. those, co- those Colin soldiers and those Sadius soldiers saw the body in its state, I'm not sure of, but we know for sure that the inner circle of Dalinar, Navani, Renarin, th- that whole group, the, 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 the main here, they know how the body looked when it was found. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm, so, it's just so funny because doing this with you, it's, I'm, I'm even more confused. Right. And I think um, that, I truthfully think that we are supposed to be confused. I yeah. think it'll, it'll be a little clearer once we get into Adolin's head and I won't be surprised. I'm not, I'm not remembering it super accurately right now, but mm-hmm. I won't be surprised if we don't get an Adolin POV for a little while. 
because Sanderson It'll wants be a us while. to sweat it out. Yeah, he wants us to sweat this yeah, out. Yeah, we're a sweating bit. it out. Okay, well, yeah. this is impossible. Could mean Sean that that Adolin in this moment just can't believe that there's been two murders committed the same way. Right. It could just be Adolin going, "What is going on here? How right. come this is happening? This right. shouldn't be happening." Mm-hmm. It could just be simply that. Right. That would be true to Adolin's character. Right. Like he's just shocked that this has happened at all. We know in POVs in this book at the beginning where Adolin says, I killed Sadius. Yeah. So unless yeah. the Adolin that we are now um, yeah, yeah. reading about in this book and his POVs have, have been taken over like body snatchers styles. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Like that Adolin yeah, yeah. has also admitted that he did it. So. Right. Well, there's another one of my theories probably gone out the window, but there's, I don't know, just something. There is something off. There's something off. Um, no, I, I didn't know him, Shalon. Um, but any number of people would have wanted him dead, right? Looks like it was something more than that. Dalinar walked down the steps to join Navani. Trailed by Pete Lopin and remarkably Relaine, we covered that. Um, they considered him a danger regardless of which uniform he wore. Collot, Dalinar said, looking toward the light-eyed captain who led the soldiers here. You're an archer, aren't you? Fifth Battalion? Yes, sir. We have you scouting the tower with Bridge Four, Dalinar asks. The Windrunners needed extra feet, sir, and access to more scouts and scribes for maps. My archers are mobile. Figured it was better than doing parade drills in the cold, so I volunteered my company. Hmm. Dalinar grunted. Fifth Battalion, who is your policing force? Eighth Company, Kalat said. Captain Talon, good friend of mine. He didn't make it, sir. I'm sorry, Captain, Dalinar said. Would you and your men withdraw for a moment so I can consult with my son? Maintain that perimeter until you tell you otherwise, but do inform King Elokar of this and send a messenger to Zabariel. I'll visit and tell him about this in person, but he'd best to get a warning. Yes, sir. The soldiers left, including the bridgeman. Shallan felt something prickle at the back of her neck. She shivered and couldn't help glancing over her shoulder, hating how this unfathomable building made her feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uneasy yeah. about the building, eh? And then... Renarin was standing right behind her, and she jumped. She'd forgotten he was even with them. A few shame spren faded into view around her, floating white and red flower petals. White and red. She'd rarely attracted those, which was a wonder. She'd have thought they would have taken up permanent residency nearby. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. She feels that she should be, you know, she's full of shame all the time. Yeah. Right. She should be more shameful. Yeah, she doesn't experience them as much. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Renarin mumbled. Didn't mean to sneak up on you. Can I, can I read this line just a little differently here? Sure. Yeah. She's like, she shivered. She couldn't help glancing over her shoulder, hating how this unfathomable building made her feel. Mm -hmm. Renarin was standing right behind her. And then Renarin says, sorry. Renarin mumbled, didn't mean to sneak up on you. 
Sorry, I'm testing a new Renarin voice. I'm just just trying it out. That was that was uh, that was creepy. Yeah, I was I, try, I was trying for it. Thank you. I was trying <laughs> Happy for Halloween, creepy. everybody. <laughs> so, sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to didn't didn't mean to sneak up on you. <laughs> right? It's I, <laughs> ew. Let's see what the fandom and thinks because I think the new Renarin voice. voice is a hit. I think it's going to be a hit. No, I don't know. It feels like I'm, I'm trying to go through creepy. like a rebranding. You know, like eat yeah, fresh, refresh no. type of thing. Like, no, I don't want the creepy Renarin. No, <laughs> no, thanks, creepy okay. Renarin. Right, Come on, right. get out of here. All right. Um, okay, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to sneak up on you. Oh my god, now I'm, I'm never gonna be able to hear it the same way. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, was was he that upset by finding a murderer among them? People tried to kill him practically every day. Shalon grabbed the skirt of her hava and followed him down, staying clear of the blood. This is troubling, Dalinar says. We face a terrible threat that would wipe out our kind from, Roth- from Roshar like leaves before the stormwall. I don't have time to worry about a murderer slinking through these tunnels. Most of the men I'd have assigned to investigation like this are dead. Niter, Milan, the King's Guard is no better, and the Bridgeman for all their fine qualities, have no experience with this sort of thing. I'll need to leave it to you, son. Me, Adolin said, you did well investigating the incident with the king's saddle, <laughs> even if that turned out to be something of a wind chase. Aladar is high prince of information. Go to him, explain what happened, and set one of his policing teams to investigate. Then work with them as my liaison. You want me? Adolin said, to investigate who killed Sadius? <laughs> Dalinar nodded, squatting down beside the corpse, though Shallan had no idea what he expected to see. Perhaps if I put my son on the job, it will convince people I'm serious about finding the killer. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not. They might just think I've put someone in charge who can keep the secret. Storms, I miss Yasna. She would have known how to spin this, to keep opinion from turning against us in court. Another another I, moment, right? Another with Yasna. Wishing Shalant was there, or Yasna was there. Yeah. yeah. Either way, son, stay on this. Make sure the remaining high princes at least know that we consider these murders a priority and that we are dedicated to finding the one who committed them. Yeah. Adolin swallows. I understand. Shalant narrowed her eyes. Yeah. What had gotten into him? She glanced toward Renarin. He watched Adolin with unblinking sapphire eyes. He was always a little strange, but he seemed to know something that she didn't. On her skirt, Pattern hummed softly. Dalinar and Navani eventually left to speak with Sabariel. Once they were gone, Shalon seized Adolin by the arm. What's, what's wrong? You knew that dead man, didn't you? Do you know who killed him? I have no idea who did this. Shalon, but I am going to find out. She held his light blue eyes, weighing his gaze. Storms, what was she thinking? Adolin was a wonderful man, but he was about to dis- but he was about as deceitful as a newborn. <laughs> he stalked off and Shalon hurried after him. Renarin remained in the room looking down the hall after them until Shalon got far enough away that over her shoulder 
she could no longer see him. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, a few more thoughts I have here. Yeah. Renarin's power. Yeah. We know very little about it. Seeing into the future, I thought. Mm-hmm. It is, but we know very little about how it works, how he does it, why, like for how far he does it into the future. We know that the last time he did it and he scribbled on walls, he saw it like months in advance, but we don't so know. So Renarin. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So Renarin. Renarin knew, Renarin knows that, that, uh, that Adolin killed him. Okay. So you think that re- because Renarin can see into the future that he knows that Adolin killed Sadius? Sure. He does seem to know something that Shalon does not. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird because the the first time when I read this, I thought, wow, like this is the way that Adolin is reacting to all this seemed, I think I got, I must've got my, my wires crossed. Cause when I first read this, I thought that Adolin seemed like, you know, as if he had, you know, very little connection to this at all. Mm-hmm. But now rereading it with you, um, kind of seems like he is like, no, this is impossible. But right. again, it could be just that. He's thinking the whole thing is impossible. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think the simplest answer... If he did kill Sadius, it is very disconcerting to Adolin specifically that someone else was killed in the same style, the same way. Right. Same way. Like a message is being sent. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's disconcerting for him for sure. Also, um, I I love this, that... Dalinar makes him like lead investigator on this. Yeah, I know. It right? complicates things way more and it's so awesome. It's so amazing. But, but what about this? Giving credit to Dalinar probably too much. But what if Dalinar knows? Hmm. What if Dalinar put his son in this position? Again, this is a bit to, of like, a cover it up. I know, I, like I'm, to be able to cover it up. Yeah, to help protect his son. Maybe. I mean, to put him it as is the giving a lot of credit to, to Dalinar, but I mean that's credit, cool. Yeah. I like I like that idea. I I kind of yeah. think that Dalinar has kind of like a a blank spot when it comes to his son. Like he thinks certain things about Adolin that are not necessarily true. Like he says, "I'll need I'll leave it to you, son." And he's like, "Me?" He's like, "Yeah, you did well investigating the incident with the king's saddle, even if that turned out to be something of it, a, a wind, a wind chase." Sh- wi- yeah. I don't think he realizes kind of what Adolin did during that time. It should read like this. You did well investigating the incident with the King's Saddle, even if you went on a bunch of dates while you were doing it. Yeah, you took your... <laughs> yeah, right. Because he, <laughs> yeah. he was taking guys, uh, girls on dates yeah. while he was trying to investigate yeah. an assassination. Yeah, he was speed dating while, while yeah, investigating. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know if he... <laughs> like, this is really well-trusted here, but it's pretty yeah. funny. I don't know. I, there's, I kind of, I guess I like dreaming. And so dreaming that it may not have been Adolin that did the murder. I kind of, some, there's something I like about that, mm-hmm. that it's not him that did it. Um, and it intrigues me to think that in the text, there might've been a clue that it wasn't the Adolin we knew at that moment. It was someone else disguised mm-hmm. as him. Um, but. I think the simplest thing to go with is that Aelin did do the, the Sadius murder. His brother 
and father could very well know it. And, um, but someone else is sending Adolin a message. Right. It's possible that Dalinar knows because maybe Dalinar all had, all Dalinar had to do was read the first POV in chapter two at the end when <laughs> Adolin is thinking, had he really done that? Had he really murdered Toral Sadius? <laughs> And then when the 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 scout is like we you're needed, Adolin was certain he knew what it was. He's certain he knew that he was about right. to be brought over to look at Sadius, uh, like because his body had been yeah, found. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. in the Adolin POV, he even admits it. Had he really murdered yeah. Toral Sadius? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so that mm-hmm. puts that one down. Well, he's yeah, also I don't know why. he's also skeptical of it too. So. Had he really murdered Toral Sadius? Had he just done that? Had he murdered Toral Sadius? He can't even believe he did it. But I don't think it's in some kind of like, I didn't do it. I think he's saying, oh my God, did I just do that? Whoa, it's kind of like Pattern saying, I did this. Yeah, it's true. That's true. But anyways, and, and, and... In Adolin's POV, he does admit killing him. So, yeah, it's, he does. Um, mm-hmm. What's your highlight for this little tiny chapter? Do you have a highlight? Tiny chapter. It's a tiny chapter. Yeah. A chapter for. For um, Shalom. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, the threads of a screw. Well, I think that my highlight is how confused I am. Mm. I, I thought I really thought there was something to maybe Adolin not Okay, how about this? At the very least, I'm not convinced Adolin did this second murder at all. Right. Like I don't think not at all. That's there's very no fair. That's very fair. Um there's no way. Um it makes no sense. He's a what, he's a Sabarial um was it a captain? No, he wasn't a, ca- a captain. No, he was just like a regular light eyes. Hmm, light eyes. Hmm. 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 My highlight is um I really love how this archer captain talks about yeah. working with Bridge 4. It almost feels like yeah. he's saying it's like an honor, right? Kalat. The wind runners yeah. needed extra feet, sir, and access to more scouts. And my archers are mobile. We, you know, we have um we figured it was better than doing drills in the coal, so I volunteered our company. Like he he volunteered his company to work mm-hmm. with Bridge 4. And like Bridge th- this is another thing that shows how far Bridge 4 has come. Like they were the lowliest of the lowly, and now these elite archers are like, man, I'll fucking we'll take a, uh, an opportunity at working with these guys to work with Bridge Four, yeah, yeah, <laughs> to work with the Lopen, and yeah. he calls yeah. them Windrunners, mm-hmm. but they're not actually Windrunners; they're just the squires of a Windrunner of one Windrunner who's not here, right? Remember, so Bridge Four doesn't have their full capabilities; they're just regular dudes now, but. They're more than just regular dudes. They're pretty fucking elite from what they've been through, so. I think my highlight here is Renarin. Yeah. His presence, yeah, it's just, you know, he, he knows something. Um, a little reminder of what he can do? Yeah, potentially, or what, you know, of what his power is, um, carrying the weight of it too, right? Because, like, like, wasn't he staggering around at some point? Like, he was... 
potentially seeing something. Um, the end of just uh, now. No, the end of the last book. Oh, um, in, yeah. Uh, well, he in the tower w- he, when he got to Urthiru or or when before. we got to the the shattered plains on the plateau. That's when he was like. He heard the 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 storm uh, uh, the everstorm coming. He freaked out. It's coming! It's coming! Right, it's coming! And remember, right, he like collapsed right. to the ground. Right. Um, I think in you saying that your highlight is Renarin means that you loved my new Renarin voice. Case closed. <laughs> yeah, right. um, Case closed. We can the move on. Renarin. Let's move on to the info yeah. dump before you can disagree with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you again to Buzzkill Joe for doing the info dump uh, for getting all this information for us. It's awesome. Um, surrealism. Mm-hmm. We talked about that and how it um, it like kind of makes its way into this world. Whether or not it's uh, Sanderson um, saying that yes, like a bunny, there's some parts of our world in here, or if it's just coincidence that he used surreal- surrealism as well. You know, mm. um, we learn a little bit more about Hatham. He's becoming really rich. The High Prince. Um, the Colin Scout's name is Lynn. Yay! Awesome. We get a name for her. Yeah, Lynn. She's one of the mm-hmm. ones that helped find the oath gate during the battle of narok so this character's been with us for a while but we finally have a name for her which is really awesome um tazim is the warlord in tukar which is great because we had you know little uh hints about this before um so there are all there are all these places that are named leofor uh yazir um are seems to be places that don't have an oath gate but the places that do have an oath gate is Azimir, Shinovar, um, you know, there's one in Barbatharnum, uh, Ral El Arim, there's one in Kurth, uh, there was one in Amia, which we kind of talked about already. Uh, there's one in Vaidnar, which is the capital of Yakaved, Thalen City, which is where um, you know, Risen and her Baps come from. Um, Narok, which is the one we already know, and then Kolinar, and I found it very curious that as Dalinar was talking about all the different places, Kolinar was the last one on the list, and he didn't get to really talk about Kolinar because we got interrupted with the scout, and we know that something is going on in Kolinar. Because there's there's been no reports. Right. So it's kind of fitting that he doesn't even get to report what he thinks he knows about Kolinar because there are no reports coming out of Kolinar, which is kind of fitting. Right. Um... Cold Spren uh, were mentioned. Uh, I think yeah. Shame Spren were mentioned as well. Uh, the uh, Cold Spren were like spikes growing up around her, which was kind of cool. Um, Shame mm-hmm. Spren we've had before, but um, in this case, she says you know she doesn't really you know notice them all that much, which is kind of uh, strange. They were floating white and red flower petals, which is kind of pretty for something <laughs> like shameful. It's kind of weird. Um, and then we do have this really cool moment here where. There's like a a team up power between Dalinar and Shallan where Dalinar is able yeah, to harness the power the of map. the Stormfather to give yeah. Shallan the ability to create this map. So holy fuck, that's so cool. Um Okay, and then there's a bunch of people that are in this room, like Kalat, he's the uh, the Light Eyes captain we just talked about. Talan, which was his captain before him who died at the uh, Battle of Narok. And then the man who died um, in this chat, or and previously that they found his body, he was the light eyed officer in Sabario's armor named Vedekar Perel. Um, we mentioned Shames Bren. Um, yeah, that's about it. There's not really much here uh, left. Um, 
I, that's all for the info dump yet again thank you very much to uh, Buzzkill Joe for providing us with all these little bits of information um, we don't it's it's funny either the info dumps are getting lighter and lighter because we're we know more now about the world right Whereas about the in, world sure yeah and, and, and it was kind of necessary in way of kings for me to be like let's talk about the flora and fauna let's talk about all this stuff that you don't really know yet but now you know it so there's less reason to talk about stuff that you already know like mm-hmm. we're not going to talk about the hierarchy again and you know uh, um vornism <laughs> with their um you know like with the uh picking a a lifestyle and picking a this uh, like i just there's a lot of stuff that we already know so it's it's really great that we can we can kind of bypass a lot of that <laughs> but uh yeah that's the uh that's the end of the episode everyone uh we are n- i just want to say thank you to the whole patreon team we are not going to read all the names today um it is the beginning of the month and i don't like reading the names because some of the names have shifted off of my main list to another list and i don't want to leave anybody out so we'll skip it for this one uh but to say thank you very much for joining the patreon team um you get uh, all kinds of goodies like the discord link you get to listen to um episodes without any advertisement you get to uh you know experience the community there's you get if you a higher tier you get a nice sweet swag bag from mike craft master mike craft master yeah yeah so um yeah so thanks a lot for being part of the patreon team if you want to join the patreon team and get any of these awesome advantages and these uh awesome benefits you can go to patreon.com slash heroes of and join up uh we are here waiting for you um so t- next episode is going to be 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit bigger chapters. Um, lately we've been okay. doing like kind of one big chapter, one small chapter kind of together. Yeah. And now we have yeah. like two medium sized chapters together. So it'll be a really nice okay. longer episode, I think. Ooh, it will be. I can mm-hmm. just, just taking a little gander. Ooh, mm. peaky, peaky blinders. <laughs> little peaky. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you everyone. Oh, I guess I should say, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so at heroesofcathra at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, which I'm feeling less and less like I'm going to be using Twitter. But we're on Twitter, Heroes of One. Um, we'll let you know in the future if we we get off that platform. Um, you can hit us up on Instagram at the Storm Pod. And uh, be sure to check out the uh, subreddit for the Storm Pod or the Facebook page. Um, So, yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, We love you very much. Until next time. Take care, everybody. The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team, and the heroes of Akathra. Yeah, I don't think I have an. I don't think I have an, an alternative title. A powerful lie is good. Mm-hmm. It's because really good. Really, it's the chapter. It's just keep drawing. I don't want to talk about it. I'm bothered. Shalon is bothered. I do and like the alternative. This other... I do like the alternative yeah, title of when Dalinar says, no. "It's just so big, son." <laughs> it's just sorry. I was like no, looking. I, I was like looking at one of the pages no, to I, see if I could find one. And then I, I just don't read like, him I don't say because he's talking about the one. map. It's just so big, son. <laughs> I don't want that one. No, no, you don't. You want to? Uh, don't want to keep making jokes for this about about this for five minutes or? No, no, no? I don't. we can just I end it there. Keep... Okay, let's just end <laughs> yeah, it there. Okay, I want to. I want to stop and pause and save. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> okay, let's do that.
Okay.